0: Good afternoon and welcome to The Right Time is Right Now, a podcast devoted to motivating and inspiring other fellow writers to pursue their passion for writing and turn their dreams of becoming a published author into a reality. I'm your host, Shanda Couch, a full-time mom, author, and creative entrepreneur. Whether you've heard about this podcast through my Facebook page, Instagram page, or if you've just stumbled upon it, I'd like to welcome you and thank you for listening. Today's topic doesn't necessarily have anything to do with writing, but it is still a topic I feel is equally important and needs to be addressed, and that is self-love. At one point or another in everyone's life, we all struggle with insecurities, self-esteem issues, or doubts about ourselves. Whether it's internal insecurities, such as our personality or attitude or where we are in life, or external insecurities, such as our body image or facial features. I, for one, struggled with both. I've always been the kind of person who tends to let everybody else walk all over me or accept less than I deserve in relationships. And growing up, I struggled with a lot of insecurities such as my stomach, my smile, my teeth, my height, my butt, even my hair color. And although some of those things might seem silly, insecure about, they were still things I struggled with. And some of those insecurities I still struggle with, but most of them I've learned to outgrow. For example, whenever I was in junior high and high school, I struggled with my hair color. I used to get teased for being a natural blonde. People would make remarks like, I'm ditzy or dumb or gullible because I was blonde. And they didn't see me for who I was, or at least I felt they didn't see me that way. And it's because I let those things get to me. (laughs) And I realize now that I shouldn't have. Those were silly things to get worked up about. I mean, I took it to the point where I was working harder to make good grades in school just to prove to them that I wasn't stupid. And whenever I was a sophomore in high school, I even dyed my hair to try to Get them to stop making those kind of comments but in a way it kind of made things worse because people would say that i was trying to hide my hair color or whenever i would say something stupid they would say my roots were showing or just stupid stuff like that and it all got to me but now that i'm older i've not only learned to embrace my natural hair color, but realized that I'm not defined by the color of my hair and that I was stupid for thinking that I was. And I've dyed my hair, I don't know how many times, it's been pretty much every natural color there is. I dyed it black, red, brown, even like a mixture of black and blonde or brown and blonde. And now I've gone back to my natural hair color. and. I love it, I love my blonde hair, and during high school and junior high I didn't, I hated my hair color. And I'm really glad that I've grown to love it because it's part of who I am and I wouldn't change it for anything. Another thing I was insecure about growing up was my height. and. I know now that that's not something I could change because I come from a short family where both sides of my family my mom and my dad's side are all really short (laughs) I have an uncle who isn't even five foot tall so I was pretty much cursed to be short but when I was growing up I felt ridiculed for being short i would always have people that were taller than me using me as an armrest or just saying stupid things about my height saying i was short but feisty or just stupid stuff like that and i let that get to me like i do almost everything because i'm a sensitive person but now that I'm older, I realize that's not anything I can change. I can't change my height unless I decide to wear high heels every day for the rest of my life. And that's not something I'm willing to do. <laughs> but I'm okay with my height now. I real—I I accept my short self, although I do sometimes struggle with getting stuff off the top of the fridge, or out of higher cabinets, or just reaching stuff that's too high. But I work around it. <laughs> Now that we've got through the two things that I used to struggle with and grew out of, let me tell you about the things I still struggle with. For one, my butt. (laughs) I have a small butt. It is pretty much non-existent, but I used to compare myself to the girls that had the big bubbly butts and envy them because I wanted a butt like that. And although I still don't think that way, there are times where I look at myself and I'm like, I have no ass whatsoever. But I've realized that that's something I can change or improve if I just decide to work out. I can do workouts to tone and lift my butt. I just have to stick to them. Because now that I am a mom, I find it very hard to make time to work out, and I really need that's something else I need to work on is making time to work out. (laughs) Another thing I still struggle with is my smile, more specifically, my teeth. I've had crooked teeth since I was in like the second grade, mostly because my parents couldn't afford braces when I was growing up, which is fine, but I've always hated my smile because my teeth were crooked. And they're also kind of dingy because I'm an avid coffee drinker who drinks about a pot of coffee a day and no matter how many whitening products I use my teeth are always a little dingy and I know I can change those things about my teeth I can get braces to straighten them or find a whitening product that actually works for me no matter how much coffee I drink but I still struggle with it from time to time. I'll look in the mirror and see my teeth and just be like disgust- not necessarily disgusted but I feel insecure about it. However, the one thing I am most insecure about lately is my stomach. After having my daughter and gaining about 50-60 to 60 pounds and getting stretch marks in places I didn't know you could get stretch marks in. My body went through a lot of changes and at first, I would look at myself in the mirror and just be disgusted by what I saw because it wasn't the body I recognized, it wasn't the body I was used to. Before having her, I had a pretty toned stomach and I wasn't very active but I still had an athletic build, but that all changed through pregnancy and childbirth. and. After having a talk with my mom who told me that my stretch marks were battle scars from childbirth, I started you know, really taking that to heart and trying to look at myself in a different point of view or different perspective. And I started to realize that there are some women out there who would love to have that extra baby weight that they still haven't lost or stretch marks because there are some women out there that can't have children. That can't experience pregnancy or childbirth that would love to go through those experiences and that I am lucky to have my daughter to have the greatest gift that my body has ever given me something I wouldn't trade for the world and my body was capable of producing life giving life to another human being somebody that is beautiful and that's something to be proud of and now it's something I take pride in I still kind of feel insecure about my weight well not necessarily my weight but the extra skin or flap I have on my stomach I absolutely love my stretch marks now though I do see them as battle scars and I am proud of them now because they are a reminder of the greatest gift I have ever received. The main point I want you to take away from today's episode is that we're human. We have flaws. We make mistakes. But it's okay. It's normal. What isn't normal is thinking that you are defined by your flaws or your mistakes because you're not. And although some people who are small-minded might see you just as your flaws or your mistakes. There are other people out there who see you as so much more and it's time for you to start seeing yourself as more than your mistakes or more than your flaws because your flaws and mistakes and imperfections are what make you who you are. They are what make you unique and different from everyone else. If everybody looked the same or didn't make mistakes, life would be boring. (laughs) So if you're listening and struggling with any insecurities, self-esteem issues, or just loving yourself in general, then I have a treat for you. After having my daughter, I created a self-love journal called You're More, which I am publishing and releasing this year, August 30th. However, it is now available for pre-order on my website and Facebook page. And if you are one of the first five people to subscribe to my website and newsletter, you will have the option of ordering a self-care package with your copy of the journal. The self-care package includes your copy of the journal in either paperback or hardcover format, pins, stickers, a bookmark, face masks, bath bombs, and more surprises. However, even if you aren't one of the first five people to subscribe, you are still in luck because I am offering an exclusive discount to the rest of my subscribers. This discount includes 25% off a paperback copy or $2 off a hardcover copy of the journal. Once you subscribe, you will get an email saying whether or not you are one of the first five and whether or not you are eligible for a self-care package. If you aren't, then you will get a link with the promo codes for the discounts, and you can only use one, so choose wisely. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today, so thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Right Time is Right Now. And if you liked today's episode, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to be kept in the loop about future episodes. If you'd like to know more about me, my daily life, or my current writing projects, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Authorshanda Couch, like my Facebook page, Shanda Couch, or add me on Snapchat at author shanda C. I hope you all have a great day and a wonderful weekend, and I'll talk to you next week on The Right Time is Right Now.